Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. Hello, hello, and we're going to switch things up a little bit. Welcome back. I teased, you know, Adam Silva and more basketball news, but we we have Brandon Marshall and Omar Kelly here, NFL aficionados, and me and everyone's favorite aunt, Auntie Chantel, just love giving them a hard time. So we're going to go ahead and talk about some football. Hold is, on, that, because, is that okay? No, before we do that. Oh, okay. Per- Pernell or producer Pernell. P, did you know that Auntie produced that No Limit song? Is that why you played it or... Did I did not know that. I no, did not Auntie, know tell that. the story. Tell the story real yeah. quick. Real quick, I, give her her money first. Where's those royalties at? Right. No, my when my first year in the league, uh, Master P came and, and uh-huh. uh, wanted me to sign with No Limit Sports. I had a little beat machine with me. I had been working on this beat and went down there and showed him. He ain't say nothing at first. Like, he wasn't feeling it. And later on that evening, uh, he was like, yo, we getting ready to go to the studio. You want to come? And I was like, yeah. He was like, bring that little beat machine. Next thing you know, we in the studio and then he's calling it who 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 right and i'm like mm-hmm. yo you can't call this who who what like no and he's like what do you mean and everybody was there like c murder was there everybody was there and i was like man who who makes you sound like a bitch bro you gotta make it sound <laughs> different and so they named the who, who and uh yeah I mean, he did c murder says my name in the song in the third verse it was it's pretty dope so yeah nice. I had fun. That's oh man I, do you get royalties i do how does that show up? Is it like coming in Zell or something? Not my bad, my bad, my bad. Has have I gotten royalties? Yes, but uh, I ain't seen a check in five, ten years. Yo, Mad Dog Sports, time for you to write that check because you played it about five times. <laughs> That's dope. You'll hear from dollars a time. Right, you right. Playing it, Pernell. Just play it like every song. Every that was break. it was a top ten song, just like these top ten receivers. Go ahead, well, ask thank what you, you got. for that segue, <laughs> oh, um, pro <laughs> professional. Listen, this week ESPN is releasing their top 10 positional rankings as determined by executives, coaches, and players heading into the 2022 season. So we're going to tackle the wide receivers category. I know Brandon's very excited to dive right into this. There's a lot of a lot of takes on right. this list. So we're going to go in order from 10 to 1, and I'm going to go ahead and bring in our producer, Anthony, to break it down for us. Anthony, take it away. All right. Thank you, Ashley. So yesterday we broke down the quarterbacks and running backs. We had a nice little debate. I'm assuming this one is going to get you guys all riled up too. All right. So number 10, 
DK Metcalf, Seattle Seahawks. Number Bye. nine, Debo Samuels, San Francisco 49ers. See, Number eight, hold Mike on, Evans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, can, can we can we chime in when we get there? Because uh, Debo Samuels has had one good season, one healthy season. Like, how do you instantly make it into the top 10 with one good season? You gotta well, let how are you number 10 when you didn't have a good season last season? That's DK Metcalf. Where's CeeDee Lamb? Why is he an honorable mention? Because <laughs> DK Metcalf doubled his touchdowns, okay? <laughs> All right. Keep, Anthony, keep, keep diving into the list. We'll, we'll right. double back. Keep going. I, I, I encourage interruption. No worries, because this is the whole point of this. Number eight will be Mike Evans from your Tampa Bay Bucks. Number seven, DeAndre Hopkins. Number six, I totally Stephon forgot Diggs. he was still playing. Well, in the hold league. on, real quick. An important note: DeAndre Hopkins last year's ranking was number two. It's yeah, a big drop. This off, year, yeah. it's number seven, which is a major, major drop off. We'll we'll dive into that, but number six is also a big drop off as well. Mm, yes. Yeah, Stefan yeah. Diggs went from number three last year to number six this year, so that is a pretty interesting. Those two receivers there. Wow. Ed, number pull, number sorry, five. Ed, can you pull, can you pull up uh, uh, Stefan Diggs stats? Why uh, Anthony is is continuing this list? Let me see what. Shout out to another producer, Ed, in the building. Okay, sorry, Anthony. No problem. Uh, number five, Tyreek Hill, the newest member of the Miami Dolphins, who I'm sure Mr. Kelly is going to be covering quite well this year. Number four, Justin Jefferson. Number three, Jamar Chase. Number two, Cooper Cup. Number one, same rank he has last year, number one receiver overall. Devontae Adams with the new team, Las Vegas Raiders. Have at it. Wow, interesting. So Cooper Cup, last year's ranking was an honorable mention. This year, the number two receiver in the NFL. Jamar Chase was unranked. He was a rookie coming in at number three. Justin Jefferson, also an honorable mention and now cracking the top five at number four, replacing Tyreek Hill, which was his spot last season. Tyreek Hill obviously rounding out the top five. So Uh, any objections to the top five? Let's start there. I think Tyreek Hill is a little bit too low, and I'm not just saying that because he's a Miami Dolphins player. This is a guy who's had, who's on pace for the Hall of Fame first ballot um, right now in his first six years, three Pro Bowl seasons, already won a championship. He's done it with Alex Smith. He's done it with Patrick Mahomes. And the reason why I would argue to you that if he's not in on my list, he would be number one from this standpoint. For the last five years, I've covered the league and talked to the executives and professionals, and they're always trying to find that next Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. That's the player that they're trying to find, a guy with his skill set. And it's 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 nearly impossible. It's it's nearly impossible. There are Devontae Adams out there in the league. Do you, wow. do, you know, do, you know why, do you know why they're trying to Ooh. find Tyree Kills? So hold on. So you're saying Tyree Kills should be where? Number one. Holy no. shit. Shit. I'll say oh it's my no, God. No way. Oh it's my serious. goodness. It's oh, serious. Serious. Oh, it's sad. You can curse. <laughs> no, he ain't. No. Come on. I make that argument from this standpoint. Nobody in this league is as fast as him, as fast and as quick as him. In terms of him, mm. look, look what he did in the playoff game where he catches. A slant, or it was a, it was like a drag. Yeah, I know. Takes it up field right. for a touchdown. Okay, he can do that every single game. So, so not so, every receiver. So you, you would uh, go, go, hold on. You would go, you would go as far as saying there are multiple Devontae right. Adams in the right. league. No, You're I would tripping. say there's, there's, I would say it's there's easier to find two. Uh, Mike Evans is a Devontae. Well, let, let, well, hold on. Let's hold put on. things. Let's put it in perspective. Hold on, listen, hold on, listen. Let's put this in perspective. Let's put this in perspective real quick, Omar. Okay. Let's put this in perspective for our listeners. Who do you write for? Uh, the Miami Dolphins. But <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
interesting that DeAndre Hopkins is going to the Miami Dolphins. Mm-mm. I mean, um, that oh, is at the but... as a, he's at the Arizona Cardinals, right? Yeah. And um, your guy Tyreek is with the Miami Dolphins, and you think he's number one with Tua? Hmm. Um, I think he. I think it doesn't matter who is his quarterback because oh, he's a, a dynamic talent. You could throw him quick screens, hitches, and and he can take off and go. Well, you ain't gonna be able to throw him no. You ain't okay, gonna be able to throw him no go at, routes. Looking at who going, has who going into next season, Devontae Adams now with the Raiders. Their yeah. car is gonna be his quarterback, Correct, and then right. obviously Tyreek Hill does not have Patrick Mahomes. He now has Tua. Mm-hmm. Um, right. He's going to be a dual threat with Jalen Waddle. You still think he would be number? one going to next no looking at their two different situations i i I think that it's the skill set that's very challenging to defend and you have to give him extra attention not not that you don't have to give Devontae adams Uh or deandre hopkins extra attention but i think it's it's more difficult to take him out the game than it is those other receivers well listen um analytics right this is a copycat league the reason why a lot of executives are trying to find another tyree kill because there's like the, the league moves in waves, right? One, you know, one year or maybe a few years, they're in love with the big wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And then there's this Tyree kill that comes along. And now everyone's in love with the little speedy wide receivers. Analytics show that the little receivers are getting Oprah. They're, they're getting more separation, right? And it's easier for quarterbacks. But this is what I would say. This is a huge year for Tyreek Hill because, you know, you you guys talk about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, you know, just a year or two ago, we're talking about him being a baby goat and challenging Tom Brady. Okay, that's a big deal. Your quarterback matters. Not only that, this was the perfect situation for a receiver like this because you also had Andy Reid, one of the best Mm -hmm. offensive minds ever. And on top of that, you had another guy on the other side that made it easier for you and can potentially go down as one of maybe the greatest tight end, right? Mm -hmm. But, I, yeah. I know, I know, but there. you got Tony First Gonzalez, ballot. Antonio. Got, there's so many other tight top three. Yeah, he's up there, right? Yeah, no, so no do you know it. what that does for a wide receiver when you can look on the other side and say, "Okay, I dare you to double me." You got this kid over here that's going to just eat to lunch every single play, so you can't do anything with them. This is going to be an interesting year for him because you know some guys if they don't have all of that. They can't dominate. If you put, um, you know, you talked about Mike Evans. That was a terrible comparison, by the way, <laughs> talking about Devontae Adams and Mike Evans. How right. do you do that? Body types, uh, you know, hips and all of that. Come on. Okay. Can't do that. They, but hold okay. on. Mike Evans, if you put Mike Evans in any situation, Mike Evans is going to be a thousand yard receiver. Justin Jefferson can be a thousand yard receiver with any situation. <laughs> any quarterback. Jamar Chase, same thing. Devontae Adams, same thing. Even Debo Samuels, the same thing. DeAndre Hopkins, the same thing. Stephon Diggs, the same thing. So that's what makes those uh, Cup. Uh, the other wide receivers extremely special. It's hard, Auntie. I hear you over there chomping at the bit there. It's hard to say who's number one, two, three. It's hard because it's about situation, 
right? Well, that's why I asked. Looking at the situation, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr is going to be his quarterback. I'm going to let's just look at the let's just look yep. at the top five right now. You have Justin Jefferson, his quarterback, Kirk Cousins, right? You have Jamar Chase, Cincinnati Bengals, his quarterback, Joe Burrow, right? Mm-hmm. You have Cooper Cup, he has Matthew Stafford in LA, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, Tyree Kill has Tua. Looking at the top five, looking at each individual individual situation, do you agree with the order of this list, Omar? Uh, or is there no, anything factoring in the quarterback? Because like uh, I factor said, in the quarterback uh, matter for wide receivers. Yeah, I never factored in the quarterback when we we're talking about it. I was look, looking at skill set. Um, factoring in the quarterback, how would I rank them? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess I would keep them exactly how they're ranked right okay. now Let me because that's kind of the hierarchy nope. of the quarterback. Let me actually, rearrange. I would them. actually do you. I would actually do you a favor, and I would swap Justin Jefferson and Tyree kill because i think Tua will be a better quarterback with tyreek hill than kirk, justin kirk, Jer- no kirk no cousins. stop 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 are let you serious you. Yeah. so let me kirk tell cousins you let me rearrange your top five i have no respect for kirk Ashley, cousins but there we go but Ashley, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me rearrange your top five okay okay all right Devontae adams is going back with his guy right there car they have a phenomenal relationship we will see but i'm not going to have him at number one right now is he probably number one receiver in the nfl there's a where are you putting him? He was playing with well, the great. My number one right now, off of your little structure, quarterback. <laughs> I'm putting Justin Jefferson there. Wow. Let me tell you why. Mm. It's you, I know. I hear what you're saying about Kirk Cousins. Valid. Valid. Everything that you're thinking. Valid. But their chemistry. What is this year three for them? Yes, it's gonna be year. Their three. chemistry. Oh my goodness! But it's last year level. he was an honorable mention with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback. But he also set rookie records. Okay, so number two. That's true. Number two, who I'm going with? Number two, I like Cooper Cup. We wow, are, there's okay. like this reverse racism when it comes to the white <laughs> wide receivers. <laughs> is, why isn't Cooper Cup? Why can't we say he's number Listen, one wide receiver? He's just a dude. I tried to do a story on this back in the day when Brian Hartwell was playing, and I talked to all the white receivers, and they hated the story and did not want to participate. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness, there is like we, there is there absolutely is because like let's say if any any other any black wide receiver was the triple crown winner. Okay. He'll be number one on this list right right now. Give me number three. So number two is Cooper Cup. Number three, I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to go with Jamar Jamar Chase Chase or Tyreek Hill after only one good season. Tyreek, I don't believe in Tua. I don't so, believe so in Tua. So Tyreek Hill's going to be your five then, and then Devontae Adams will be your four. D- Devontae Adams, four, and I'm not even putting Tyreek Hill in top five. Wow. With Tua. So who I'm are you not. putting in there? I'm not. Who are you putting in there? So the top five, then I'm going to bring up Stephon Diggs. Okay, so Steph you're bringing Stephon Diggs, Diggs yeah. from Josh number... Josh Allen? Say, okay. Yeah. Well, some honorable mentions before we get into our first caller. Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers, an honorable mm. mention. A.J. Brown from the Eagles. Um, Chris Godwin from the Tampa Bay Bucks. Michael Thomas from the Saints. My guy, C.D. Lamb, for whatever reason, did not crack the top 10. Dallas Cowboys. Okay, whatever. We're not going to have that conversation. Mike Williams of the <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. So those are all honorable mentions looking to crack that top top 10 but before we do you, have a okay. before you get to the caller yeah ash really quickly we we gotta put more respect on keenan allen's name yep right this dude is next level and another one too if you give him any of those top five quarterbacks top 10 quarterbacks terry mclaurin 
Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I missed him from the Washington you Commanders. Know, you, yeah. I thought you said him. No. This dude can easily be in the top 10. It's all about situation, but go well, ahead, Ash. You know who else? You know who else? You know who else is going to top, who's going to crack in and nobody's talking about it all. With a, new to, with a new quarterback is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Oh, Jerry Judy. Jerry Russell Judy. Wilson. Jerry I, yeah. Judy. <laughs> Definitely, uh, definitely someone to keep her. Definitely someone. Uh, Jerry Judy, but at some point, a lot of volume uh, to compete with these guys. Like I think they're gonna they're they're gonna lean on a run game on T. Then you got Cortland Sutton over there. Russell likes to spread the ball around, put guys in the box. I don't. I think he's going to have an electric year, but from a number standpoint, I don't see him having a hundred receptions. I don't see just, him having fifteen hundred yards. Just watch. But I, okay. real quick, I just have one quick question. Real quick before we get to the caller. Hang on there, Chad. Um, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon Marshall. Yeah. If you were in looking at this list right now. Okay. If you were in your prime in, my prime. in 2022, yep. where would you put yourself in this list? It depends. I had 17 quarterbacks. What quarterback did I have? You're the best quarterback you ever had. The best had. quarterback. Your prime. Your prime. Jay Cutler. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. So, with Jay Cutler or Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm easily in the uh, 1,500-yard receiver. No, didn't say that. 15 touchdowns. 10 huh? or 1, 2, 3, 4, okay. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Uh, I, I think if I had Jay Cutler or Ryan Fitzpatrick in my prime in 2022 – Right, the 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 sil- like the the you know Actually, let me, number let me, one. Let me rephrase. Number one. Number one. Number one. Let me rephrase. Number one. 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 Because when I used to study, no, I don't think I am. Because when I used to watch okay. Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford, there's a lot of times where he used to get one-on-one and he did not throw it mm. to him when he was one-on-one. He had double goals and he could throw it to Calvin Johnson or whoever's on the other right. side. And he didn't take it, throw it to Calvin it, it, Johnson. So we would have okay. a problem. Okay. What about Tom Brady? Tom Brady? Well, I'm doing it just no, based on I'm, I'm doing I, it I just... Wouldn't, I wouldn't be top five. I'll probably have like 1,100 yards, right? Because Tom likes to get it to his tight ends. He likes his little slot, slot receiver. What about Joe Burrow? Oh, yeah, I'm eating. Your what, top five? Oh, for sure. I might be number one with Joe. What about Joe, Kirk Cousins? Joe. Top five? Kirk Cousins, I'm top five, for and sure. And what about Tua? Top five? Ugh. And that's another year. That's like the Miami Dolphins. I was I was stressed. <laughs> I was Top stressed. Look. I have like a hundred a hundred uh targets, have 80 catches. Man, and, I was like Oh, Josh Allen, I'm eating. Okay. I'm uh, Kyle Murray. And because you got to think about this, Ashley. Like, look, I had 17 different quarterbacks, okay? And outside of my Miami days, like I was putting up 12, 1300 yeah. yards, out 100 catches a season. Easy. Like, so that's what I'm saying. It's all about style. You give me any of these quarterbacks for the most part outside of two, are we good? All right. I'm going to go ahead and bring Chad in on the conversation. Chad from California, the West Side, wants mm-hmm. to talk about Justin Jefferson. Hi, Chad. Hey, what's going on? First off, Auntie, if, if you're going to talk about my Broncos, I'll wait on hold all day. We, you, you can go ahead and keep swinging that sweet music. I love that. Especially hey. talking about Jay Cutler <laughs> and Brandon Marshall. That's music to my ears. Hello. I'm just those days, man. Chad, tell, hey, tell him real quick before you get into Justin Jefferson. Chad, tell him about them years, man. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, both your, right, hey, if that idiot Joshua Daniels ain't messed it up, man, I'll say it for you, man. We had something special out there. But look, Omar, I know you got a shiny new toy, man, but you tripping talking about number one. I, I mean, I'm a Broncos fan. I ain't putting Russ number one. I put him in the top five. But, I mean, Cooper Cup's a better route runner, so you already losing there. 
And then like B. Marsh said, y'all got to respect the receiver when he talk about receivers, man. If you want to talk about anybody, it's Justin Jefferson. I mean, what does he not do well? He's fast. He runs routes with the best of them. He has hands. And when you're in the red zone, that's when it's harder to score. When you only got five or six yards and the defense is compact on you, what's Tyreek doing in that situation? He's not scoring. He's scoring over the top because Kelsey's taking up the middle. Like you said, one of the best tight ends to ever do it. And Mahomes can throw the ball 150 yards, so he's going to hit him on that go route. But Jefferson, man, with Kirk Cousins, who, you, I mean, you can say what you want about him, Jefferson's getting open on slants. He's taking you one-on-one, double coverage in the red zone. You can, lot of, you can throw a fade to the, to the pylon. He's going to catch it. Jefferson is the best receiver in the NFL. The future is bright mm. for that young man. Mm. Mm. What you guys say about mm. that, Omar? Uh, I, <laughs> he went in. Chad went in. Yeah, he hit you about ten different ways. Chad went in. He went in. Chad went in for real. Uh, he's the unicorn caller. Speechless, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> he called him the unicorn caller. <laughs> no rebuttal. No. I, 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 no. <laughs> Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ruben. My band and I have a new song. I'm also a tow truck driver. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I get to go home at the end of the day and see my bandmates. When you see flashing lights, remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. I'm Ashley Nicole Moss. I got Omar Kelly with me, Brandon Marshall and Auntie Chantel. And we're going to get back into some basketball conversation because NBA Commissioner Adam Silver is not happy with Kevin Durant's trade request, saying we don't like to see it during a press conference in Las Vegas, site of the NBA Summer League. Commissioner Adam Silver addressed players requesting to be moved while still under contract. I don't know if he's been living under a rock, but that's been going down (laughs) for a while. Um, He isn't pleased about it here's what he said this needs to be a two-way street um teams provide enormous security and guarantees to players and the expectation is in return that they'll meet their end of the bargain i'm realistic that there's always conversations that are going to go on behind closed doors between players and their representatives and the teams but we don't like to see players requesting trades and we don't like to see it playing out the way it is. It's one of those issues that as we move into this collective bargaining cycle, which we're just beginning now, we intend to discuss with our players association and see um, if there are other, if there are remedies for this, that um, again, I, I, as I said, it'll never be the time, a case when 
players won't um, be unhappy in certain situations. But um, we don't want to see it playing out the way it is now. And I think it is something where there's mutuality of interest between the players collectively and the league um, in having more stability. So that's something we'll be discussing with the union. So, Auntie, I want to throw this to you because we knew this bubble was going to burst eventually, right? When when LeBron James kind of created the blueprint, obviously it existed pr- before him, but just not as frequently of this becoming a player-led league, players taking their careers into their own hands sure and thing. saying, forget contracts, forget this, I'm going to do what's best for me and I don't really care how you get me out of a certain situation, you just got to get me out. We knew the bubble was going to burst that, you know, the commissioner and the league was eventually going to get fed up because it is a business at the end of the day, but the game is the game and here's where we are. But do you, how do you feel about not only Adam Silver's comments, but do you think that players making trade requests harms the quality of the game? Yes. Uh, Because, and and I I, I agree with what Adam Silver said, as far as it needs to be a two-way street, right? If, if you're not performing, if I'm, if you're guaranteed $36 million, let me say $50 million, and you're not playing up to par, the team can't say, well, you know what? We're going to bench you and then not pay you, right? We're unhappy with how you are doing. We're unhappy with what you're doing. We're not going to pay you, right? They can put you on the bench, but mm-hmm. they still got to pay you. If a player is unhappy, even though they're, they've signed that same four-year contract, if a player is unhappy for whatever reason, and hey, we're hey, here to relax. <laughs> a lot of reasons. I, I, I want Brandon to come at me for this. <laughs> a lot of reasons. Um, then they can leave. Okay. If if so, you're telling me if I sign a four-year five million dollar guaranteed contract with I am athlete with Brandon Marshall, Brandon, and you give me five million guaranteed. And then I'm coming on the radio and I'm trash. You can fire me. But if I say, oh, you know what? I want to leave. I am athlete. I'm going to go to the pivot. That's where I want to go. I want to get traded to the pivot. I want to get paid from the pivot. Get me there. Get me there. Are you going to get me there? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, well, you know why? Because, because, this, because, no, you have the mentality of these players right now. The mentality, and to be honest, I'm tired of it because the mentality is: look, you know what? If I'm tired of this, or, or look, look, let's talk about Kevin. Kevin literally brought everyone he wanted to Brooklyn. It didn't work out, and now he's like he's a sad puppy, and he want to leave. I want, I not only want to leave my contract that that you have over me but here's where i want to go listen i'm gonna just get straight to it okay come on just simple and i'm not going to drag this out right um you're tripping and adam silver's tripping okay there ain't no going back He, he for him to even think that he can sit at the table with the nba pa and talk about oh we gotta talk about NBA players, our guys requesting trades. Come on, come on, that ain't what he's saying. Like, you're not, you're, you're, what you're That's t- not like, what he's hold saying. On, hold on, hold on, he's auntie. saying, but he's saying, what he's saying is there needs to be a balance, and I right. think that's there what, needs to be a two-way street. I think street. that's what 
auntie is saying is that yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not about players requesting trades because at the end of the day, your career is your career. It's the frequency at which it's being done. It's like you had a bad game. Oh, trade me. I don't want to be here. You can't do that. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. If that's the case, if that's the case, then how many times, how many stories have we heard, right? Of players saying, I didn't even know I was going to get traded. I walked in today and I got traded. So that's the problem. It's that's it. That's what I meant by let's get straight to it, Auntie. I'm looking you in your eyes right now. I know we're on a radio show, but we're on a Zoom call. I'm looking you in your (laughs) eyes. You're tripping. Adam Summers tripping. You don't because you don't think there should be a balance. You You don't think there should be a balance. But do you? You don't think there should be a balance? That is the balance. No, no. no. You don't. You don't think that right now with the way that the league is constructed because of how the era of LeBron, you know, the decision. We spoke about the anniversary twelve. Listen, I know, but right. what I'm saying is after that, you know, going here, going there, Anthony Davis going like the whole the domino effect. Yeah. You don't right. think that there needs to be a balance of players sticking it out in situations that look, it may not always be a great year. You can't just request a trade because you had a bad one. I'm not saying right. that you give a franchise 10 years of your life. Right. And say, well, I tried and, you know, now trade me. No. Right. Listen, a couple of years right. in the New game. Year in. Listeners, right. Can we get a caller? Somebody no. After one no. Okay, I'm calling. I'm calling in. Hello. Hello. Y'all took up. Y'all took up the whole block last time. I'm finna talk. Okay, look, you ain't even let me look, finish my point. Yeah, but but look, because you saying, give ahead. me two minutes. Give Go me ahead. one minute. I don't even give me thirty seconds. Thirty seconds on the clock. Ashley, you tripping? Auntie tripping? And Adam Silver tripping? Auntie, throwing it back to you is simple, and there is balance. Ashley, talking about where's the balance? You think there's going to be balance? There is balance. Where they, they can trade you, they can trade the players anytime they want, and players can ask for where's a trade. The, when that's they want not to what they're okay, saying. Okay, there's your no, thirty seconds. Watch, watch this, Auntie. I'm going to take this for watch, me because what I'm this. saying is it's not the balance of the the league can trade you or if teams can trade you, and then play. What I'm saying is there's not a balance within players and the way the speed at which the frequency at which they're requesting trades. Auntie, go ahead. My question is this, for us who are tripping and players requesting trades and you can say a team can trade you, how many players have no trade clauses and they ask for those? So you are asking, you can't yeah, trade Bradley me. Bill only has one. Right. You, you can't trade me, and but I, I can leave whenever I want. Mm. Period. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they can't ask for a trade. If you're unhappy, obviously you want to play somewhere where you are or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like Ashley was saying, there needs to be a balance. Because if oh there's not, God. listen, if there's there not has a balance, to be a balance, if there's not a balance in the frequency in which these players are requesting trades, what's going to happen? They're going to see less money guaranteed to them. hold on on, let me let me tell you this what let me tell you why because front offices franchises are going to stop investing massive money into players that look at the end of the day they still have to pay them whether or not they leave or not for the most part right why am i going to offer you 100 million dollars for five years if you're going to go ahead and request a trade after year one they're going to start giving them year by year contracts you know what? Um, this is like the um the the Justin Jefferson conversation. I really don't have a great comeback, but I do have a comment. The MB, this is the exact reason why the NBA will fight tooth and nail to never let their league become a player controlled league like the NBA. This is you the, mean the NFL. The NFL. This right. is the exact reason why the NFL. They fear exactly what's going on in the NBA, even though it's already happening now, where Russell Wilson can force his way out and 
and and Tom Brady can call his own shots. But that's a different situation. See, but that's also a different situation. But Russell Wilson gave years to that Seattle. So it's different when you request a trade. Nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. The Seattle Seahawks tried to trade Russell Wilson two or three times. They tried to trade his ass to Buffalo. Nobody knows that. I think that I think what Auntie is saying. I think what we're both saying actually is it's not about players requesting trades. It's the the optics of doing it after one bad year at a franchise that you are supposed to be right, so let me ask you right. who, who, who gonna be mad who gonna be one two questions one who gonna be mad if the NBA NBA says look you know what all players you're gonna get the same salary and then we'll pay you what you did this year at the end of the year right you're only gonna get one year contracts from now on no guaranteed money <laughs> and anything because guess what look what look what happens all right. Then I see your face over there, Brandon, and that's fine. You over there scowling because we're not agreeing with your point, but I don't think you're understanding our point. The point is you look at somebody like Lou Aldang, right? He was trash. He was a bust, right? The Lakers essentially cut him, but still had to pay him $72 million. Mm-hmm. When, when a player leaves and, and if Kevin Durant leaves New York, I mean, Brooklyn, sorry, Ash, Brooklyn and causes Brooklyn to lose money on, you know, jerseys on ticket sales or whatever. Kevin Durant don't have to pay Brooklyn a dime. That's what I'm saying. It just has to be fair where it's a two way street where it's you see, that's what you're trying to do. You you big on this whole. Oh, players need to control leagues. Players need to control leagues. But no, without the teams, the players wouldn't be anything anyway. So, so, so look. So, oh, well, well, so well. this I am athlete tonight. That's Auntie over there tripping. You got Ashley Nicole mm-hmm. Marcy over I'm here tripping. tripping. You got I'm Omar Kelly over advocate. here. Who, right. who, 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 I like your point. I like your comment there. Okay. And this is me, Brandon Marshall. Just a little, nice little reset. And um, I'm going to go ahead and, and move on to the next topic. Oh, well, on, on that. Yeah, he thank you. have to. Oh, we're going to talk a little bit, Andre Iguodala and Carmelo Anthony, because a poll debate on Twitter was sparked and it has gone viral. In it, fans were asked which career they'd rather have between Andre Iguodala or Carmelo Anthony. Surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, depending on who you ask, Iguodala beats Anthony by a large margin, 63% to 37%. Now, let's think of the accolades and everything in to put everything on the table. Melo is one of the most gifted scorers in NBA history and a member of the NBA's 75th anniversary team. Meanwhile, Iguodala has transitioned from all-around player to vocal leader of the Golden State Warriors and has four championships to show for it. Iguodala responded to the poll with the following tweet. He said, Carmelo and myself aren't really in the same category. Carmelo Anthony is God status, and I am just one of the high-ranking angels. Auntie, I'm going to kick it to you first. Whose career would you See, rather I always have? always to go first. Mel- Hello or Iggy? Noticed. <laughs> let, let me press, preface this by this, or, or I wish the, the viewers could see Brandon's reactions like when I talk about <laughs> stuff like this, and I love it. I love it. Me, personally, I think that Carmelo Anthony is the better player. I absolutely do. Agree. His numbers, like you said, his numbers, his numbers um, prove that. For me... I would rather have Andre's career because his career, because I would, I want to go to the playoffs 15 times. You know, I want to win 60% of my playoff games, 60% of my game. I love to win. 
I love to win. It's not about all stars. I don't have to be a what? How many times was he was Carmelo all star? Ten times, a ten time all star. Um, it's just about me loving the game, supporting my teammates, and winning championships for me. Period. I don't think there's a right or a wrong. I don't think there's a right or I I didn't want to preface it. I don't think there's a right. The tone means it's about to hit the fan. There's not a right or a wrong answer. Okay. So I think it's your preference. Before we even get into this, for me, Carmelo (laughs) Anthony, let me correct you. You said 10-time All-Star. He's a 12-time All-Star. And and a producer had to tell you that. No, you don't know that. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) For me, listen, let's come on. Let's be real. Auntie. You talking about when you picked up the rock the first turn? How hey, old you said you? for how me, so you? you talk in the first person. Don't talk, don't don't say to me. You know, you talk don't in the first person. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, okay, for me, when Brandy, when, when you I say picked for up, me one more time, I'm gonna leave <laughs> right. across this table and fight you. I swear, right. get to your point. <laughs> when I picked up the rock the first time, okay, because I could hoop back in the day. Hell, I, I could have made it to the NBA if I wanted to. Do we have film on to. that? I don't Yeah, we're going to get the film. Yeah, I'm going to need some film on that. I've seen him shoot. I've seen him shoot. <laughs> what I fell in love with, it was like therapy out there. You know, I used to hoop on the milk crates in the alleyway. You know what I'm you saying? You want to be Jesus Shuttleworth so bad. Top, right? right. And it's 100 degrees outside. Brandon, why are you not you know answering the I... question? You're trying to do all kinds of stories <laughs> and shit. Did. Like, you answer did. the damn question. I don't need the whole story. I don't need the right. whole story, Brandon. I didn't, I didn't tell a story. I didn't talk about I'm myself. Trying to get to Omar. Omar. Give, me, give me your take. Uh, right. <laughs> Carmelo or Andre? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So for me, tripping. She over there talking about when I fell, I fell in love with the game for the team. And no, Auntie fell in love when she first grabbed that ball. And then she was like, damn, it bounced off my knee, bounced off my ankle. And then she took it between her legs. Like, ooh, that felt good. And then she did that spin. We said, ooh, that felt good. And then when she heard that sound go, swoosh. That's when she fell in love with the game. She ain't fell in love with the game when she went out there and made a chest pass. Time out. Time out. No, no, no. Now, see, now, because you you brought me into this. You brought me into this. The first time, because you can't tell me when I fell in love with the game. When I fell in love with the game is the first time I was outside by myself in the freezing cold, and I was playing that game that every single basketball player plays, and you're at the free throw line, and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? The score is tied. We're in a Mm. championship game. There's one second left, and if I make this shot, I'm winning the championship, and I made the shot. That's when I fell in in love with the game. So I was always in love with team. Let's get that straight from mm. the beginning. Okay, well, put let, me answer the question. Well, let me answer the question right now. I'm taking Carmelo Anthony. Come on, good, please. Good, good answer. About $260 million in career earnings or whatever. See, you worried about the money. I'm worried about the rings. Yes, and I'm also worried. He's top 75. Where's Iggy? I love Iggy. Hey, Come on, but you know man. what? Uh, well, Ashley, Omar, that sounds me- familiar. Someone coming from someone who doesn't have a ring. I got a ring. I won in Pop Warner. Oh my Omar, God. Omar, go that ahead counts. and go ahead. Omar, you got it. I'll make it quick. Carmelo is a 12 time all star, career earnings 266 million. Andre Iguodala, on the other hand, four championships, 186 million career only earnings. Million. Right, only 186. And a one time all star. Whose career would you rather have? All-star, Iguodala, because I, I'm a ring counter. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm he's a, all about the hardware. I'm all about the hardware champion. I love me some Omar. And, and even though he's a role player on, on four championship teams, um, he's wanted the highest level. And I think I respect that. 
Auntie, you know you fell in love with the game. You my boy. All right, you my boy. Oh my. Was like, man, that was me. That was a me moment. Why Why you couldn't be on the sideline? Why you couldn't be on the sideline? Like, oh, my teammate's about to hit the game-winning shot. Why you couldn't be, you know, on the block? I think, I think all point guards are wired to be team people. Right. I, I personally believe that. I, Thank I you. Just, because they have to feed and facilitate everybody yep. in order for the team to have sex success, which is why I think they make the best head coaches. They're just wired differently. Our job is literally well, to make everybody look good. Listen, yep. Auntie, I'm going to give you the last take on this subject you here. Get the first and the last? Yes, I love it. Is. The WNBA All-Star Game was this past weekend. Many have suggested improvements that will continue the momentum for the league that they have built recently. One of those suggestions caught the that caught our eye was proposed by a columnist or former columnist for the LA Times saying, would love to see the WNBA All-Star Game regularly played in Las Vegas during the first weekend of the NBA Summer League. The WNBA All-Star Game would take center stage the first Saturday or Sunday with NBA All-Stars rookies and execs courtside supporting their favorite players. LeBron said, great idea. What do you think of that? I think that would be dope. To be honest, I really do. One, because mm. I think it makes the all-star game one day. I think it should be, I think it should be one day. And just celebrate, not only celebrate the the tremendous female athletes that are playing, but letting the NBA players celebrate those players. That can be fans mm. that don't play in their mm. same cities as well. Mm. But I think at the same time, then bring some of the WNBA players to the NBA All-Star game. Bring them front and center. Let them judge the the dunk contest or whatever yeah. and i know lisa leslie has it in they, the past they do. but they do but they, do. they play in the 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 the, the, the two on two i mean i forget the skills champ right. championship they play right in the right they game. Do. that's what i'm saying that's my point omar is you see how they are incorporated into nba all-star right mm-hmm. so why don't they incorporate nba players into the WNBA All-Star Weekend. And maybe that's just them being fans. Maybe that's just them sitting courtside and supporting and getting hyped over their player and things like that. I would would 100% support that. And not only, I was in Vegas, Ashley, last year at the All-Star Game, and it was amazing. And in the WNBA, I think that that's the, the Las Vegas Aces are the, the premier class organization like how they run everything and how they treat their alumni i'm going there in, in next weekend actually they're invited everybody here so, for it yep. listen a lot of love to go around i am athlete tonight is part of the serious xm sports podcast network support i am athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review that's a big deal guys Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts. Hey, I'm Ruben. My band and I have a new song. I'm also a tow truck driver. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I get to go home at the end of the day and see my bandmates. When you see flashing lights, remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. 
Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.